Welcome to the Financial Advisors Advisor, the podcast offering guidance and advice on all things concerning financial advisors, RIAs, and the practitioners. Brought to you by Elite Consulting Partners, it's the go-to podcast for any financial advisor in the wealth management business. Learn more and subscribe today at EliteConsultingPartners.com slash podcast. And now, here's your host, Frank LaRosa. Hey, everybody. This is Frank LaRosa, the CEO of Elite Consulting Partners. As always, here with my COO, Dale Dempsey. All smiles. How you doing? This is what we call a hot mic moment, hot mic podcast. Just wanted to take a few minutes because we've been getting tons of questions about sort of the elephant in the room as it relates to Merrill Lynch. And is Merrill Lynch going to drop out of protocol? So I just wanted to talk for a few minutes about that. In my opinion, it's an opinion only. Sort of stamp that with a disclosure. Here's how I see the landscape. They are not recruiting senior producers. The only recruits that they are trying to get are younger, five-year LOS and below. Salaried. Salaried. So that's an interesting point. They're trying to bring those people onto teams and create more salaried employees. So whether that fits the sort of the rumor over the last 10 years of his Merrill Lynch going to a salary program, I don't know. We'll see. But when I look at the question about is Merrill going to drop out of protocol, I didn't think they were going to maybe a year ago, six months ago. Now I really do think that's a real possibility that they're going to do that because it would be logical at this point. They're not recruiting. By all accounts, if you read any of the investment news, Advisor Hub, on Wall Street, whatever, are continuing to lose large producers in the multi-million dollar range, multi-multi-million dollar range. And now they're also on the verge of offering out a retirement retention package, retirement package really, for large producers, from what we understand, for individual producers over $3 million, not teams over $3 million, individual producers over $3 million. And I believe you have to be either 50 or 55 years old to qualify. Obviously, they're trying to lock folks in. And to me, that's signaling that a change is coming. And with all of those things being present on the table, candidly, having been in this business for close to 25 years now, it just seems logical that that's going to happen. I don't know when it's going to happen. They're announcing this retirement program, I believe, October 1st. Yeah, that's what I'm hearing. Right. And so the question that we've been getting is, okay, so if that's the case, what does a Merrill Lynch advisor do before that in terms of protocol, protocol policies and rules? And we can look at what happened with Morgan Stanley, what happened with UBS. And when they made the announcement, they only, according to the rules, you have about 10 days before they actually pull out of protocol, right? Is that business days? Yeah, it's 10 days total. So before Morgan Stanley UBS did it on like a holiday and you ended up not having a full 10 days. They changed the law firm that handles the protocol lists. And so now they have to produce that list on a more frequent basis. And they're not going to be able to, firms that drop out of protocol aren't going to be able to sort of play that game. But the advice that we're giving people that have called us and asked is if you are even thinking about leaving the firm and this is not about whether or not you should or shouldn't. It's not my place to tell you. But really, if you're thinking about leaving the firm, you should be working on a protocol spreadsheet right now. If you're talking to a firm, another firm, it doesn't matter who the firm is, you're only going to have 10 days to be able to leave and use that protocol spreadsheet legally. 
after the 10 days is over, even if you've been at the firm for a long time and you have the spreadsheet already prepared and all that good stuff, and you have your packages done and everything's done, if you leave and use that protocol spreadsheet on the 12th day and you use that sheet to prepare all your documents, they can, if they really want to play hardball, say that you violated their non-protocol policy. And so what we're just sort of, Dale and I were just talking about this the other day, like, oh my God, what do advisors do if that's the case? And we just thought it'd be important for us to let everybody know you should be working on your protocol, a protocol spreadsheet now, which essentially means you're allowed to, on a cell spreadsheet, put down the client's name, names of the accounts, phone numbers, contact information, emails, addresses, and the types of accounts that your clients have. You can't use account numbers. You can't use socials. You can't use date of births. It's called a protocol spreadsheet. So you're allowed to put that information down. Every line on the Excel spreadsheet basically relates to a household. So if you're Bill Smith with all this contact information or her contact information, Jill and his wife, whatever, they have two joint accounts, two UGMA accounts, two IRA accounts. You would just denote that under each of those columns so that at least the new firm that you're going to be going to has an idea of how many accounts your client in that household has. And then they can put together packages, not signed, they're blank documents, right? Because you're not allowed to give the firm that you're going to any of that client information. But you need to have it prepared ahead of time. And I would take that list and I would lock it up in a glass box in a safe and pull it out if you need to. When Morgan pulled out and UBS pulled out, there were some advisors that were prepared and were able to basically move quickly. Maybe it wasn't when they wanted to go, but they were prepared because they had these protocol spreadsheets already built. And they didn't want to be the example of what a restraining order might look like and be what, essentially the court case that everybody yeah, references? Right. You don't want to be the one that sets precedent on your case, right? And so what a lot of firms did after Morgan, really Morgan first, it didn't really happen so much with UBS, but with Morgan, a lot of firms put the brakes on hiring anyone from the firm for a period of time. And so when they first came out, Morgan was like, oh, see, our attrition has gone down. No one's leaving. Well, no one was leaving because firms stopped hiring them for a little while until they figured out what was going to happen. What we're seeing in the marketplace is less and less of these lawsuits coming out because if you're following the rules, UBS and Morgan Stanley, when they go to get a TRO, they're losing in court. Because if you follow the rules or you join that firm under protocol, those cases are getting thrown out. The ones that we're seeing in the press where, oh, Morgan Stanley wins another TRO, it's because the advisor violated some policy or procedure. He or she was trying to be cute by, I know Raymond James unfortunately hired a guy that he put a video up on his website and the video basically, I mean, not basically, it was a solicitation to his clients, like a direct solicitation to his clients. And they slapped a TRO on him, which was obvious. That was dumb, trying to circumvent the system. I always tell people, just do it the right way. Follow the procedures. We've moved plenty of folks out of protocol firms that follow the rules, including going to Raymond James. It just takes a little bit more time but you just got to follow the rules. But in, as it relates to Merrill Lynch, we keep getting these questions and I do feel that it's inevitable. It would only make sense because they're just getting hammered with their advisors are just frustrated. They're not doing any recruiting to speak of. All the sort of the stars, in, in my opinion, are lining up. We thought this was a timely 
thing. I was getting tired of asking this question. It seems to be the elephant in the room. I've gotten asked this question by some news writers. So we thought we'd put this out there as a hot mic moment. We hope you enjoyed it. I'm not sure if I'm going to be right or wrong, but that's on my mind today. And I thought that you guys should be hearing it from the horse's mouth. Thanks a lot. Talk to you next week. Bye-bye. See you. You've been listening to the Financial Advisors Advisor Podcast, brought to you by Elite Consulting Partners, the leading experts in advisor transitions, succession planning, and broker-dealer and RIA M&A consulting. If you're looking for strategic advice or solutions on any of those topics within the financial services industry, or you just want to subscribe to the podcast, head on over to EliteConsultingPartners.com. Yeah.